1: Are you a stay-at-home parent looking to make a phone call without a toddler hanging on you or, God forbid, take a quick trip to the bathroom alone? Are you a homeschooling parent looking to keep your younger children occupied while your older children complete their schoolwork? Are you a working parent looking to give your children something to do while you fix dinner or just relax for a few minutes in the evening? There's a solution. They're called busy bags, and we're going to talk about them today. This is Parent Savers. Parent Savers is your online, on-the-go support group for parents with toddlers. I'm your host, Alicia Gonzalez. Thanks so much to our loyal listeners who join us every time a new episode is released. And for those of you who continue these conversations with us on Facebook and Twitter, make sure to check out our Parent Savers app so you can listen to all of the episodes wherever you go. Here's Sunny with details on how you can get involved with Parent Savers.
2: All right. Hi, everybody. So Alicia mentioned some of our social media sites, and we really do like to continue these conversations on social media. We only have like 30 or so minutes to talk about them during an episode. So if you want to continue that conversation, please check us out mainly on Facebook and Twitter. Those are the big places that we're at. A lot of the conversation happens on Facebook. While you're there, if you're interested in getting more involved with our shows, we do have a group for people that want to become experts as well as parents that get involved with the shows and actually Appear on some of the shows and so look for us I believe it's under NMM experts and parents on Facebook so NMM stands for new mommy media it's a parent company um, that produces parent savers and so uh, look for us and then you can join the group and we always we like to post questions and stuff like that before we start recording so if appearing on a show is a little too much for you that's one way you can get involved the other thing that I want to promote is something we just launched because you guys you know in all these headlines and stuff we're seeing now, I I feel like parents are getting blamed a lot for these news headlines that are coming out about these I don't know, when animals attack kind of stories. And I just got so like bombarded, like with, I don't know, just feelings of us putting parents down. So we mm-hmm. actually created a hashtag um, and it, it actually is geared more towards moms, but it's hashtag support all moms. And this kind of goes out further from just the stuff that's making the headlines now, but we're encouraging people to use this hashtag to really just encourage and support moms out there and the decisions they make for their families. I think all too often we just get caught up in, in just, critiquing other moms. And, you know, if they're not doing something that we're doing, you know, we just have a tendency, especially on social media, to just get really down about it. So we're encouraging people to use this hashtag just to lift moms up and say, you know what, we support your educated choices and what you do for your family. So uh, please consider using that if you're out there on social media.
1: Let's find out more about those of us on the conversation today. I can start. Again, my name is Alicia Gonzalez. I'm a mom of four. My youngest just turned four years old. My oldest is 10. I have two boys, two girls. And as far as today's topic, I have pretty much no experience with baby bags. So I I'll be able to give a different take <laughs> than everyone else, but I'm hoping to learn something too here. <laughs> Sunny, you want to go next?
2: Yeah, sure. So I'm Sunny and I'm producing today's show. And um, I have four kids too. And two boys, two girls. My oldest is uh, about to turn six. And then I have a four-year-old. And then I have two, two two-and-a-half-year-olds. I have twins. So two boys, two girls total. And um, as far as busy bags are concerned, you would think that because I had so many kids that I would create busy bags all the time to keep them busy. I apparently found other ways to entertain them besides busy bags. However, I will say that when we travel, because most of our family lives like thousands of miles away from us, so we have to travel cross-country to get to grandparents, I will say that I do get a little creative with bags on the airplane, so maybe that qualifies as a busy bag. I don't know. We'll see throughout the course of today's conversation.
1: (laughs) You're already closer than I am, so
2: you're... (laughs) (laughs) Check. Exactly.
1: also joining us today is Jen. Hi, Jen.
3: Hi, I'm Jennifer Whedon-Palazzo. I'm the mama in charge over at momcavetv.com. We make comedy videos for moms. And I only have half as many kids as you guys. I have two. (laughs) I'm feeling (laughs) inadequate now. Um, I have a, a boy who is about to turn six and a girl who is almost one. And we use our version of busy bags all the time, especially for traveling. We recently took two international flights, which was um huh, scary with kids, but it went pretty well <laughs> to get these bags. and you know we just we use them for for times we need them to uh self occupy
2: yes, <laughs> nice I thought it 's a great idea it 's a great idea. I just never quite got to doing it on a regular basis now i 'm like hitting myself <laughs> going. That probably would have been easier than all
1: the other hoops and hurdles I put myself through. <laughs> no hitting yourself. It's support all moms, right?
2: <laughs> That's right. We're supporting all moms, even moms that didn't know about busy bags when their kids were younger.
1: Exactly. <laughs> or moms like me who avoid Pinterest like the plague.
0: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
2: Okay, so before we kick off our conversation today on busy bags, we're going to talk about a news headline I found. Now, you guys know The Walking Dead. In fact, all of the moms here on the call today, we are all fans of The Walking Dead. We've admitted that. It's kind of one of my guilty pleasures. I know I probably shouldn't watch it, but I do. And I found this headline that honestly, it's like a car accident. You can't look away from it. So there is a photography business, Uh, it's New Jersey based. It's called Mother Hubbard Photography. It says it specializes in outdoor sessions but does include a lot of kid-type sessions like first birthday, uh, family, children, maternity, engagements, holiday pictures. So this photography company did a session where they mimicked big scenes from The Walking Dead using children, okay? Now, you know how violent – that show is right i mean that's why it's on super late at night and you know there's all these warnings before it and all that kind of stuff i mean you're talking with some real real gory type material here and if you look at these photos, I have to post this to Facebook. Seriously, this is crazy. Some of the scenes that they have redone are, like, I'm looking at a picture now with a little kid. I think, is that supposed to be Carol? The, the character yes. Carol has a gun mm-hmm. yeah. to another kid's head. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a scene from the show. They reenacted that. I see another one with that super famous last scene that were it was a cliffhanger um, from this last season. What was the last season. You guys remember season what? Oh my
1: five? gosh, I don't know. 25? <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, well, it, it's with, with them all in a line, you know, all the main characters in a line, and Negan, that Negan character, how they mm-hmm. introduce Negan. Um, and he has that famous uh, bat, whatever he calls it bat. Kinda, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's getting ready to kill someone. You don't know who he's going to kill. Mm-hmm. We know that he killed a main character, and we're kind of on the cliffhanger right now. So anyways, these horrible, horrible scenes really you know, from the show have been reenacted with kids. And I just wanted to get everyone's take on it. I mean, we're all fans of the show. Is... Obviously, this is going to cause a lot of commotion, right? Is it is it a bad thing? Is it something? I mean, it does say, now we have to say, it has kind of a disclaimer here. None of the kids were hurt. The they were all laughing during the whole thing. Like, they played it off as if, you know, it was okay. But is there an underlying message here? I mean, there's a there's a picture of a bunch of dead, quote unquote, they're no, not really dead, but like they're playing dead kids in a, in a pile just acting like dead zombies like is that okay um
1: alicia what do you think you know i'm willing to bet these kids had a blast doing this my problem with this when i see the pictures when i first saw the pictures my stomach turned and i thinking about it now i think it's because i know the scene and the situation and the story behind it and all of that that all of the emotion behind like what you were talking about with the, the scene with negan and the scene with carol and lizzie And so when I see it, I remember all of that. And I remember how powerful those scenes were when I watched them. And so seeing this, it's hard to to take it out of that context where these kids hopefully have not watched the show (laughs) and don't know all of that. And it's just more like a fun photo shoot for them. So... Yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, I can't, I can't even look at this.
2: <laughs> but but- and So these are toddler age. I don't know if we said that. Yeah. These are toddlers. There's no, like, infant baby babies in this, right? But I don't know. Is that even worse? Because they can remember this stuff, and they may have a better understanding of what's going on. Jen, what do you think? I'm horrified, and I'm not easily horrified. <laughs> <laughs> um- <laughs> I, I love this show.
3: I am not the kind of person that doesn't want to watch violence or gore or anything like that. But to see kids in these scenes is just, I, I, it seems like somebody just had the idea of, like, what's the most shocking thing I can do? I'm going to put kids in zombies. And I don't mm-hmm. know how much the kids understood about what they were doing, but they had to understand something. If I don't, like, the ones holding a gun to another child's
1: head. And well, the one with Negan and all the kids, there's like, he's actually hitting someone with the bat. And there's like, I wonder if that's a special effect. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But I mean, they're actually doing the, the violent part of that. Right.
3: (laughs) But even the idea of like, did they say to the kids, this has to do with zombies because should a toddler know the word zombies and what that means? Like even that, to me is i, I don't want to explain to my kid what zombies are mm. they're they're afraid of the witch and the wizard of oz like I mm-hmm. <laughs> they oh, say
1: that oh. all of the zombie makeup was edited in after yeah
2: because
3: i just read no, that
1: they ne- didn't even have makeup on so they just right. i guess they to them they were just laying around in a pile
3: <laughs> i don't know yeah. <laughs> but do you know what's kind of also terrifying about this and you know god forbid there are crazy people on the internet that enjoy seeing things that they shouldn't see. And people might like this because for some reason they get off on seeing kids being hurt. Or, you know, that scares me. I wouldn't put my kid in these pictures. No way.
2: Well, and the one shot with Carol and Lizzie here, she is truly holding a fake gun. Like Mm -hmm. some of this isn't just Photoshopped Mm -hmm. in. And even if it was... Other kids out there are probably, you know, if we post this, you know, or if someone goes to this website that I'm on right now, looking at these photos, how hard would it be for one of my kids to come up and see one of these images, and and somehow in their brain be like, oh, well, she's holding a gun, I guess I can hold mm-hmm. a gun. Like, I think there's an underlying issue here. I mean, we're all it's all kind of fun and games until someone gets hurt. But I feel like this is just putting images in our kids' heads that. It's normalizing it. That's that's my my scare in all this is: Are we normalizing violence by showing this? I know my my six my almost six year old. He's five now, but he'll be six soon. We were on a Disney cruise, no joke, like a year ago, and he knew nothing about zombies before we went on a Disney cruise. He comes out of being in a, what a one of those Disney like fun I don't know things for kids that they go and do. He comes back out, and is telling me all about zombies. I'm like, <laughs> How do you know about zombies? And he's like, Oh, I was playing a video game in there. I was killing zombies. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. And now he knows what a zombie is. And now he goes around with his arms out in front of him going, (laughs) and and it's not because of me watching Walking (laughs) Dead, I swear. I I do it late at night when everyone's asleep.
1: I have to say, I'm guilty, Sonny, because an hour with my four and six year old, and your son would have known even more about zombies. <laughs> my kids yeah, are like, I mean, zo- well, my husband's obsessed with anything zombie, and so my kids are like uh, encyclopedias about <laughs> zombies. <laughs> 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 which I never thought about until you just started talking about it so maybe I should address that I know
2: well and, and, and there's honestly on cartoons and stuff there's funny zombies they don't all have to be gross what we're talking about here it's this isn't funny zombie yes. stuff this is real yes. gore even if it was photoshopped mm-hmm. in at a later time So, yeah, this is definitely going to cause some commotion. You guys can tell we we had plenty to say (laughs) about it in our conversation here. But I'll post the link. Make sure your kids aren't around if you're going to look at it. (laughs) And let us know what you think.
1: Welcome. Today we're talking about busy bags. These homemade activities are ideal for restaurant waits and doctor visits. Busy bags use simple materials and usually cost around a dollar to make. So let's get started with what is a busy bag? Jen, you want to take that one?
3: Yeah, sure. Well, my definition of a busy bag is a bag of little surprises that can hold my child's interest for as long as possible.
2: I have a question. Are busy bags disposable? Because a lot of the stuff, I, you know, I'm hearing like a dollar and stuff. I'm thinking, okay, that's like take it. And if it gets trashed when you're out, you don't feel bad about throwing it away. Or, or Jen, how do you treat busy bags?
3: Yeah, I mean, it can be. Sometimes we do things like that. But if, if you, you do make a busy bag with dollar things and one of them the kid really, really likes, you might reuse it again. <laughs> that's,
1: <true. laughs> that's cool. Whatever works, right? Right. So do you... When you create your busy bags, you create them with common themes. I know when, like I said, I have no experience with this, but when I was uh, looking it up and researching it, it looked like there was a lot of themes. There was like a sewing bag or an under the sea bag, those kind of things. So, what's your experience with that? If
3: I were more together, I would totally do that. It sounds like a great, <laughs> idea. It's just picturesque moms. I'm telling you,
2: genius. Yeah, Yeah, no, you see a bunch of stuff, especially on Pinterest. I'm looking through here now. And it looks like there's ones that can focus on the alphabet. So if you're really trying to get your kids to, you know, learn their letters, you can do something like a whole tracing bag with just alphabet stuff. There's like a Duplo building bag, busy bag I see here, a rainbow. Oh my gosh, they've got pretty much everything that you know, you can think of. But I guess it kind of depends on what interests your kids have. You know, I know like my four-year-old, he loves dinosaurs. I'm sure if I created a busy bag full of different type of like, I'm thinking like dinosaur stencils and and stuff like that, even if they're like made of paper, so more of the throwaway kind of things, Mm -hmm. I think you'd really be into that. And my kids love Legos, but what kids don't love Legos, right? (laughs) I
3: think it would be a great idea for traveling if if you, wherever you're going at the destination, if you made that the theme of the bag.
1: Oh, I like that. Yeah.
3: I love that. Funny
1: brings up the dinosaur busy bag, and the first thing I picture is grabbing a handful of their little dinosaurs and throwing it in a Ziploc bag. (laughs) And they're like stencils (laughs) and paper, and I'm like, oh, whoops, I wasn't there. Hey, you know
2: what? I mean, that's more of my idea of a busy bag, especially if we're um, traveling. Like what you would – things to keep your kids busy on an Mm -hmm. airplane. You know, we've kind of talked about that earlier. But that's what I do. My kids have their own little bags, and it's not like a throwaway bag. It's like a cloth bag, Uh, more like a little backpack kind of thing. And so I don't know if that's technically a busy bag. I kind of feel like that's a bag just to keep them entertained. Mm -hmm. But that's kind of the definition of a busy (laughs) bag. But those don't follow any themes for me. That is, what are your favorite toys? You can bring five of them. Them. and as long as you can fit it in that bag and that bag goes on your back and you're carrying it yourself i'm yeah, good exactly
1: <laughs> i know and you mentioned the alphabet i tend to <laughs> one of my kids were younger and still today i tend to buy like the um i guess they're like flash cards I have alphabet yeah. flashcards, I have addition, subtraction, multiplication, and I keep those in the car so that if we end up going to a restaurant, I can grab those because it's like crayons melt in the car, so I can't keep those. And so I just grab the the flashcards. I have baby animals, you know, they love, my kids are into and oh, animals yeah. and stuff. And so even though I don't have like a bag put together, I do I do always have something with me that I can give them to keep them occupied if I need to. That's
2: a great idea. I wonder how long... and. It- this totally depends on the kid, but Jen, maybe you can weigh in on this. When you create busy bags, how long does it actually keep your kids busy for? Yeah, I, I mean said a it
1: really plane ride. <laughs> it, it's
2: such a crapshoot because it could be five yeah. minutes,
3: or that you could hit on something they really like, and then it could, you know, be a long time. But um, Sunny, you had mentioned putting in their favorite toys into the bag, and I go with the opposite tact. I say I try yeah. to get something that they've never seen. So that has that novelty. So maybe it'll keep them occupied for longer.
1: Oh, that's a great idea. Well, that's
2: true. Yeah, there's a whole discovery factor there, you know, that could keep
1: them interested, for sure. Jen, how long does it take you, typically, to put together a busy bag? Do you make a bunch at once? Do you make them kind of one at a time as you think of them?
3: Yeah, I usually make it one at a time. And sometimes I'll just, as I'm... Doing my regular routine, you know, where I'm stopping at the store or whatever. If I see something that might be good for a busy bag, I'll pick it up and then just have it. I have like a little area where they don't toys; they don't know where they are—the hidden toy area—and I'll <laughs> like the bottom of the toy box.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh my gosh! That's where I'd be making my busy bags from. Now that I think about it, I <laughs> just dig yeah. the bottom of the toy box and we've got it. They've totally forgotten about those toys,
3: right? If it's something that you find and just kind of have an area where you just throw stuff in as you find it. And then when it's time to make a busy bag, you'll have a bunch of things there
1: already. that's perfect.
2: I'm scrolling through all this stuff online, um, these different ideas. And some of these are really cool, you guys. It would cost like zero dollars practically to do it. Like, I just saw a pasta pictures busy bag. So think of, like, the very colorful kind of pasta pieces and, the you know, they're different shapes and you got, like, the spirals and then the round stuff. And then you just include some um, pieces of white paper in there. You put it in a Ziploc bag. You gotta have some glue or something like that, obviously. And then and they can make pictures using pasta. That right there is a busy bag. And use obviously they can use their creativity and design whatever they want. And you've got kind of the colors incorporated in there. So I mean that and you know pasta doesn't cost a lot of money. Like that could be something super easy that I think my kids yeah. would get into. You
3: know those stickers that you use? Um, they sell them to decorate windows for holidays. They're the, like jelly plastic kind of sticky things you put on the window yes those are great for airplanes if your kid has yes. a window seat just like they can put those on there and oh and play my gosh
2: and- brilliant yeah as long as they don't eat it like my kids <laughs> might eat it <laughs> 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 do <look> like candy. <laughs> There's some really cool, you know, we'll have to link. I'm going to, I'm going to go through and I'm going to find like a bunch of sites. A lot of mom bloggers love to like post pictures mm-hmm. of this stuff. Their sites are brilliant. So I'm going to go through. So if you're wondering, like, how do I find this stuff? First of all, go to Pinterest. We've already said that. Um, but if you also want to go to the episode page for this episode, I'll include a bunch of links here of like really cool things. Cause some of these are really good, like learning tools. Like I'm looking at one right now that kind of has a circle with a bunch of dots on it and it like has has different sections. So you have a section with one dot, then a section with two dots. So it's like, you know, all the way up to what is that? Ten, I think. Um, And they're trying to teach kids, you know, one through ten. So you've got that circle. And then it has clothespins with the number on it. So you look for the amount of circles and then you try to match the clothespin with mm-hmm. that section on the circle mm-hmm. does that make sense so like if i have a clothespin pin that has the number five on it i'm gonna look for the section with five little dots okay. and clip it on there like that's really kind of cool i mean it's not just keeping them busy but they're actually trying you know you're encouraging them to learn as you're doing this
3: nice do you know what wiki sticks are they're, they're these yes. um,
2: wiki sticks. They're, no, I don't. They're these little,
3: like very thin sticks made of wax. So you can bend them all on and they hold their shape. And they're, so they're really tiny. They're really light and they come in all these different colors. And that's a great thing to just, you can, you know, whip that out anywhere. And it's, it's molding and making shapes and, and it's not messy. That's a good busy bag thing.
1: It's so funny you mentioned that, Jen. We When we went out to brunch for Mother's Day, we went to a nice restaurant and I had never seen these wiki sticks before until that's what the restaurant gave out was a bag of wiki sticks to each kid who came in to Brilliant. the restaurant that day. <laughs> and it was it kept my kids occupied the entire time we were there. My six year old barely even touched his food because he was so obsessed with what he was making with his wiki sticks.
2: I mean, if you think about it, restaurants, in my opinion, kind of invented the whole busy bag idea because if you're catering to whole families, and you know, like when you go in, they give them crayons, and usually their mm-hmm. menu is kind of tied into the crayons. That's kind of what we're talking about. I mean, we're taking it a step mm-hmm. further. But how long have restaurants been doing this? And and what is it? It's a way to keep your kids busy so they're not focused on when is the food going to, you know, be coming out? When is the food mm-hmm. going to be ready?
1: Or I don't why aren't you guys that, being around when I As a kid, that's for sure. So. It's definitely something. No, we
2: just had to be patient.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: I, I just started at. drinking creamers and eating <laughs> oh, eating sugar on the table. That's the jelly. Busy.
3: <laughs> yes, if yeah. you're yeah. ever in a, <laughs> in a restaurant, your kid can play with stuff on the table.
1: Yes. Oh, my <laughs> daughter crazy. used to play with the little sugar packets, but she would organize. Like, we'd do colors. She'd put the pinks together and the blues together and the yellows, and then we'd mix them <laughs> all up. And I remember that when those, you know, the bad restaurants didn't have anything. <laughs>
3: I think the busy bag thing also comes in, though, because so many parents, now that we have iPhones and iPads, like so many parents give their kids those devices instead of something else. And it's really tempting to, I do it, but um, (laughs) you want to try to do it, not so much, you Mm -hmm. know, don't just have them stuck on an iPad in a restaurant.
1: Agreed. I don't do that in restaurants, but I definitely do that on airplanes and road trips. So you are doing much better than Mm -hmm. I am by giving busy bags on travel. (laughs) I need to start that. When we come back, we'll talk about the advantages of giving children busy bag time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back. Today we're talking about busy bags, ready to go activities for your toddler or preschooler. So let's talk about the advantages to giving children this independent playtime. What do you think, Sunny? Do you see the effects of letting your children just kind of have at it with a busy bag?
2: Well, I think that it is helpful to teach kids to be able to play independently. Like, you know, I've got four kids and a lot of times it is it's nice when they all play together if they can do that. Um, a lot of the times it fights ensue That's when a you good do question. that. Do you give each um, one a busy bag or? I think I think it is more of an individual concept. I don't know. Jen, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I definitely think it needs to be individual just to even avoid fights.
2: (laughs) Yes. Well, what I was thinking, too, is they could, uh, you know, my kids might view this as just like a little personal present from mom to them, you know, like, oh, yeah, I love dinosaurs, mom. Thank you for getting me this dinosaur bag, you know. So I think that there's a lot of benefit in working individually like that. And, and, you know, to what we were talking about earlier, I think it could reduce the amount of of fighting that I have to deal with if they're all <laughs> playing together, and I think that just that's just a good lesson in life. You're not always going to be, you know, working in a group mm-hmm. type of environment, so um, it, it's nice, you know. And you're not always going to have all your kids with you too, so
1: they would definitely benefit from doing it individually. Now, I think. Jen, do mm-hmm. you tend to to keep certain bags for each child, or do you mix them up? Do they use them?
3: They each have like a small, tiny kind of backpack, and we only use that backpack as a busy bag. Ah, so. It's individualized.
1: So they each have their own busy bags. Yeah. Okay. And when they're playing with them, we're talking about this independent playtime. What do you do when they want you to interact with it as well? Do you give it back to them and tell them to do it on their own? I know because that's that's what my kids would do. They'd be like, oh, look, you gave this to me. Now let's play together.
2: (laughs) You're
3: like, you're misunderstanding
1: the whole point of this. (laughs) It's your busy bag. (laughs)
3: Yeah. Come on, kid. I just try to gently explain it. Like... Oh, you, you know, I build up the bag first of all, like before the use of the bag, build up. Oh, you're going to have this great bag, and it's of stuff that you can play with all by yourself so that you can have fun instead of being bored while I'm in the doctor's office or whatever. So, like, build it up and, and give them that oh, extra. You're good. Of that's what it's for. And then, you know, try not to interact
1: as much as possible. That's a good point. That's actually really good. So if you're going to give it to them, then step back and stay away from it. Because as soon as you interact, then they think that it is for both of you. Yeah, and <laughs>
3: if, a it, good point. if your kid's a little older, I, <laughs> I'll always say things to my kid. Like, I'll help him if he has a question, but then I'll go, oh, but this is for you to figure out by yourself. Like, this is the fun of this toy, is that the figuring it out.
2: Yeah. You're really hyping it up. Yeah. Like what mommy is doing is like, no, it's not fun. <laughs> this is a challenge. This is great. Look what you have in front of you. It's it's probably being a little melodramatic in doing it, you know, but that's probably right. the best way to get the point across.
1: And what is the advantage to busy bags over, say, store bought toys?
2: Like the packages you're talking about, right? The prepackaged no, I mean, toys. Just, like not just
1: a single toy. No, I mean like a single toy even, you know, if you go if you grab a toy. Like you were talking about dinosaurs. So is yeah. it the learning element that comes with the busy bag, the figuring things out rather than just like kind of handing a toy over to let them play with?
2: I have a thought on that. My first thought was, well, single toys could be a lot more expensive. Right. We talked about, you know, busy bags being more of a, like a cheaper version of it. Um, And as a result, I think that it would get really costly to – And where would you keep like all these Mm kind of toys and stuff like that if you just kept getting them toys (laughs) and spoiling them in that regard, right? I like the idea of something being temporary because in my house – a, I don't want a bunch of stuff piling up. You know, like I said, like they don't need tons of toys. Like that's just more crap for me to pick up, right? So the, if these busy bags are something that's temporary, you know, we're talking about temporary items you find at craft stores, right? I'm thinking like popsicle sticks and paper and like that pasta idea that I had. Like you throw that away afterward. Big deal. You know, not not a huge issue. So for me personally, and in, in exploring busy bags, that's what I think the benefit would be is that it's temporary and it doesn't cost a lot of money. Um, But I do think that there's, you know, it's an interesting comparison because they have started to sell more busy bag type stuff Mm -hmm. in the stores. I don't Mm -hmm. know if you guys see that, but I've seen more type of I see it around holidays, like Easter and whatever stuff like stuff to or Mm -hmm. stocking stuffer. Things you know, like they package more things together mm-hmm. like that, and with that, I would just say probably cost. I mean, if you could get it really cheap, I mean, we get a lot of like busy bag type stuff at the dollar store, so if you can make it work that way, obviously, you can stay within a budget. That's a, a good bit point easier. because,
1: like you said, it's disposable, so if it gets broken, you can toss it without being out a bunch of money, yeah. and also kids forget things everywhere, yes. and so you wouldn't yes. be upset that or they wouldn't be upset. About forgetting it, and you don't have to go back and try and find it, and all of that. That's a great point.
2: If it breaks, you're you're not stressed out as a parent. Like, if my kid breaks a $10 toy, I'm going to be a little upset, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) I'm going to be trying to, like, glue this thing back together, (laughs) right? If they break a $2 busy bag, I'm like, eh. And, you know, kids change their minds about what they like, like, on a minute-to-minute basis. So I like the idea of busy bags and, you know, different types of themes just to keep up with their crazy mind and how their mind works and what they're interested in Mm -hmm. at that very second.
1: Now, one thing I found interesting when I was looking up this information about busy bags is people suggesting to give them as birthday presents. And I thought thought that's kind of a cool idea, especially to someone who hasn't been introduced to them. So you put a few together and make it a birthday present. Have you ever considered doing that, Jen?
3: I never have, but I think that's a great idea. For other kids? Yeah, because it's a present to the parent as well. Yeah. I was just going to say it's a present yeah. to
1: the parents. Especially for little kids, you know, who they open up a present and then there's like five presents in there. You know, you got five busy bags right. and so they see five different presents. And it
3: does show it's something I think it's also yeah, a, a busy bag can have some sort of individuality. And and like you, if the present is more thoughtful, you didn't just pick up, up something at Target. You made them something, even if it only costs a few dollars from the dollar store, mm-hmm. you put
1: thought into it. Oh that's a great point. Yes. And parents love that yeah, too in addition absolutely. to keeping their kids busy for them. <laughs>
2: So there's another idea. So what I did when I knew we were doing this topic is I posted some stuff to Facebook to get everyone's input who has done busy bags in the past. And there's an idea that Marie submitted that I just think is fantastic. And she says, we had a busy bag party where each mom brought six or seven of the same bag to share. And then we all got to leave with six or seven different bags without having to make them all ourselves and get all the supplies. Isn't that smart? i love that exchanges during
1: the christmas time yes that's a really good idea because to buy the materials in bulk is is really cheap but to buy them for seven different types of bags could get a little pricey so if you're just buying one type and putting it all together and then switching them out that's brilliant
2: I, I love this. And then so other people were commenting, too, because my question was, hey, do you have any tips on making these bags? And a lot of people just commented on different materials they like to use. So uh, some of the things they mentioned were pipe cleaners, aluminum foil, Gatorade bottles and rocks. Although if you need it to be quiet, I don't know if that- Yeah. <laughs> Is going to be really helpful. I think they're thinking of like kind of a makeshift kind of rattle kind of thing Mm -hmm. that, you know, they can just shake. But that may drive you crazy as a parent. Beeswax, small dry erase boards, string games, knitting, stickers, stacking blocks, Fruit Loop necklaces. That's cool. I know my kids would love to – or Cheerios, Fruit Mm -hmm. Loops or Cheerios. Rocks and Tupperware. So there's a common theme there. Erasing coloring pads. Yeah, so those are some of the ideas of simple things. And again, all you can buy all that stuff at a dollar store.
1: Definitely. Thanks so much, everyone, for the conversation, and to everyone listening for joining us today. For more information, or if you want to learn more about this topic, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. This conversation continues for members of our Parent Savers Club. For more information about the Parent Savers Club, visit the members portion of our website.
0: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news...
2: Okay, so as we wrap up our show today, we have a segment called What Up With That," And it's not that, it's dat. So get it straight, dat. Um, where we like to talk about just these crazy things that our toddlers do that make no sense except for in the mind of a toddler. In the mind of a toddler, I'm sure it makes perfect sense. But for us adults, we're like, I just don't get this. And on no world would this be normal. Um, and so we have a comment from Becky. And Becky wrote, this is a very short comment, but she says... They both lick grocery carts. Why? That's all she said. What? <laughs> so, yeah. So they, I'm assuming, okay, she doesn't go into more detail, but I'm assuming she puts her kid in the shopping cart. Yeah. The little seat in the shopping cart and they start licking whatever
1: the handle. I don't know. When I'm you guessing? said it, I pictured like a preschooler standing next to a shopping cart licking
2: it. <laughs> oh, and just licking yeah. a random cart. Well, it doesn't actually say.
1: Babies are known (laughs) to like chew on the handles when they sit in the seat, but that's very interesting to have a thing with licking. Yeah, (laughs) maybe they taste it, and we just don't know.
3: all that food has been in them, so maybe maybe they can
2: taste like (laughs) food. It's like the remnants of an apple smell or (laughs) tomatoes or something like that. Well, I don't really freak out about germs. We did this whole episode, Alicia, Mm -hmm. you remember, about germs and and all this kind of stuff. And I tend to fall on the side of I don't worry about it so much. But when it comes to grocery carts – in shopping carts, I do kind of freak out because their face is so close, and I know like everybody that's been touching this, and nobody is like wiping anything down. They do have those wipes before you go into the store. A lot of stores started to do that, and that is one area where I take advantage of those wipes. And I just, you know, at least that bar where they put their hands, like I don't go crazy or whatever. I get really grossed out by the little straps because
1: usually oh, those are so gross, gross, you know.
2: Yes, or they're missing something, and you like you know you can't even like tie your kid in there properly.
1: Or they're missing the buckle, and you have yeah, to tie
2: your can. kid in. <laughs> yes, yes, I've had to do that too, mm-hmm. and they're like, Ew, I don't even want to touch this." So yeah, them licking anything in that area does worry me. You know,
1: something, before the <gasps> germ episode, I would have worried about it. However, now <laughs> we've learned that when the shopping carts sit in the sun. <laughs> It burns off that's all the right germs.
2: the sun helps yes. disinfect them that's right so, that's right. Away. so anyway <laughs> right so if your kid is out there licking grocery carts just know you're not alone uh, <laughs> Becky has the same issue <laughs> if, if you guys have a funny what up with that story something you want to share with us please let us know you can visit our website at new mommy com. click on the contact link or also through the website just click that banner on the side that says send
1: voicemail and then you can tell your story yourself And that wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples, and Newbies for those going through it for the first time. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents.
3: This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider.
2: How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah Baby.